0: we go yeah well it actually works we're live (laughs) yeah that was the lag hello everyone the most recent episode's been fairly well received Uh, our mother's day one i don't know if you got a chance to take a listen to it but uh the feedback seems to be pretty good it just goes to show you that we actually have a guest on you know people actually like
1: it so (laughs) we should probably work our way to getting more a different voice is on instead of just us rambling on and on yeah so but this episode's definitely
0: just us rambling on once again we can call it classic right vintage yeah vintage (laughs) rolling out so what's new uh oh
1: not much um i'm not surprised not surprised there at all um for me just trying to you know stay in shape now that the weather's getting nicer now um you know, I was able to take the bike out for a few rides. I uh, went out for a forty-kilometer ride um, up past Muscleman's Lake,
0: so oh, yeah, that was yeah. pretty cool. Um, yesterday, it was it was tiring. My chest hurts today. Oh shit! Yeah, actually, yesterday was nice. It was well, we were recording on the Victoria Day weekend, so yeah. I mean, Muscleman lake's is pretty nice regularly for for just a regular ride out there, but. If I was to go for a ride, it would be my first ride in, like, maybe two and a half years. I can only imagine, like, how tired it is, like, just doing the whole... You know, when you're in that... You know, you're sitting up, you got your arms kind of extended, man, the tricep burn is
1: real. Yeah. I think, you know, on the way up there, so I took McCowan... uh, From McCowan and Baroque all the way up to um, Aurora Road, and then from Aurora... um, that's the path to get to muscleman's lake uh on ninth line over there um the, the most of the way was uphill <laughs> so like the oh, hard yeah. part was in the beginning but then like once i passed the lake and i came back around to
0: head back uh south um yeah. it was a lot easier so i felt a lot better yeah i recall going up and there's a couple of like deep deep dips yeah and when I was riding back then I would be like I have all these like middle aged men and women just passing me just taking just passing me without even like breaking a sweat and just having like uh, exchanging pleasantries with me except I'm the one who's like you know, trying to catch my breath and they're they're just like taking off yeah you're trying to figure out like whether you're worthy of them saying hello to you or not
1: they see you like struggling and they're passing you with like such ease they're like yeah if you get like a
0: nod of approval or like a hello from them, you feel pretty good once they leave you in the dust. Well, exactly. It's like if I was to see them like at a mall, well, we would not see them in a mall now, but I mean on the street anywhere without a bike, I would just like this person is probably not athletic at all. Little do I know their, their legs are like freaking pumping iron, just crushing it out there. It's the legs and knowing how to use the
1: the machine, right, so I mean, I never spent enough attention on getting to know the bike. I just get on and ride like if I ever had like a flat or something, like I'd be fucked. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, well, only, only Chill City is the one that provides or brings along a flat, like, uh, air canister and everything. If I was to, like, go to Muscleman Lake, hit a rock, and puncture my wheel, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. Pretty There's no, much. I'm not going home. I'm walking that 40 kilometers back the other way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Man, so I guess uh, at least you're getting out. Now that's been, I think it's two months now since we've been back. Yeah, we didn't go on the same trip together but we came back on I think the same weekend so no need to dispel any rumors you know we went on separate trips I mean I think everybody knows that (laughs) yeah yeah
1: um it's good to get out. I know that like this weekend was critical. Um and it's supposed to rain most of the weekend. And we know like yeah. Victoria Day weekend is is the basically the weekend when white people turn into gremlins. Like <laughs> you, you involve water and like food after midnight or something and like they get crazy. So yeah. uh, I think not having that nice weather might help uh Ontario kind of um but it's not going to last for long. Like people are already not really following social
0: distancing anymore. I, I don't know if I blame them or not, but um, it's gone. Well, it's opening up, right? Like, I know prior prior to us pressing this record button, we're saying, like, we're not going to hit that C word. But it's hard to not even give it, you know, a piece of the light just because, you know, we're living through it, right? But, yeah, like come tuesday a lot of these businesses are opening up actually this is actually one of the things i wanted to talk about you know how i was shitting on canadian tire you know a couple of episodes back me too so yeah well guess what they they seem to be able to you know piss me off enough that i'm gonna fucking shit on them once more um i've never seen such incompetence in my entire life like Every single other retailers, we're doing curbside pickup, right? You send in your order, you get a confirmation, typically, you know, half an hour that your order has been received we processed, we send it off to the store that you're going to go pick it up at, and they're going to go and put the order, uh, the order together, and then they'll send you a pickup. Well, lo and behold, it's fucking Canadian Tire, so they fail to do 1st Step one, confirm the order has been received. This is a head office issue. I didn't receive a confirmation that the order has been processed well over 24 hours later. And then after that, I did not receive a goddamn, uh, you know, like a pickup notice for another like three days. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah. Lowe's and Home Depot did it within three hours. Yeah, I think you know with
1: Canadian Tire, they always kind of go for that cheap labor. Like I don't know what what disconnect happened in between yeah. like the order and whatever, but it just it just it doesn't surprise me at all. Having you know worked there, having dropped in on the retail store to get something, and like the associates like I can't find it. Like yeah. lo- look again, buddy, it's there. I had access yes, to right. the IT systems. I know you have like fifty of them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing, man. Like, That's not even the end of the story. So when I went there, I finally got the the pickup notice. I'm like, okay, I'll go and pick it up. And that was the same weekend, which was last weekend, um, that the stores, uh, I think Ford said you can open up the stores for these home improvement stores, right? Like Home Depot, Lowe's, and Canadian Tire, because they have the garden center. So they're allowed to open. So I'm like, what the fuck is this? So there's a huge lineup. And they're making everyone wash their hand in ice-cold water. (laughs) (laughs) And afterwards, I got my my order, and it turns out they gave me the wrong fucking product. Damn! And not only that, the product was like a third of the price that I bought it for. I went home, and I'm like, this is not the right shit. I went back, and I'm like, okay, I need a refund for this because this is not the right fucking product. And then, or not the right product. I said it didn't fit. I didn't care for the color. Whatever I bought was supposed to be black, and it came in chrome. So I'm like, whatever, I don't care. Um, I just needed to work, so it didn't fit. So I went to their customer service desk, and then they're like, "Well, this isn't this isn't the same as what your receipt says." I'm like, "Bitch, I just came 30 minutes ago." <laughs> That girl over there on that desk was the one that gave me the shit, and then they had to call. Man, it's it's a complete fucking mess. You had a manager who's probably like early twenties or whatever. He he comes in and he's like saying. You know, he was wearing his face mask, except his face mask was underneath his nose. <laughs> I'm like, What the fuck is this going on? And then uh, and then he was kinda not, not picking, but I guess he has a niche in his nose or whatever. So he went and like did the pinch on the nose. I'm like, Bro, man, I'm not gonna fucking touch an item that you just friggin' touch your nose all over and then yeah. and yeah, the, at the end of the long story short, he went. And he came back and said he couldn't find the item. I'm like, fuck, you guys are an idiot. There's like five in stock. I can look at it right here, right now. No one's buying these goddamn bicycle posts. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, there's no way you don't have it. But anyways, I was like, fuck it. I don't want to touch anything that you've touched. So just give me my money and I'm bouncing. Wow. Yeah.
1: I mean, there's a reason why they call it crappy tire, right? Um, those stories are all too familiar. Um, being, being confidence in that store. But I'm wondering why you didn't go over to, like, Rona and, like, get that instead.
0: No, no. I was looking for... So, I got a, a, a small bike for for Zach, right? Oh. But then the seat's, the seat's too high. So, I had to buy... I didn't want to cut the original seat because eventually he'll get tall taller. Mm-hmm. So, I just went to get, like, a, a second seat post. So, I was just going to saw it in half. Oh. And then, so, we can start using it for, for this summer before he makes the height for next year. But, um yeah so I'm fucking li- store yeah, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I just wanted to make a rona joke, you know the rona
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't know I just been waiting sitting on that one for like two months
0: <laughs> yeah uh, i I haven't even looked at Rona Lowe's and Home Depot that's about it. But I guess yeah. like Lowe's owns the uh, you know Home Depot too but I, I went into Lowe's yesterday um a bit of a it's crazy over there. it seems like the employees don't aren't really too keen on keeping their own social distance in amongst yeah. themselves like they're just standing over each other and just like hanging out with no face masks I'm like fuck that's crazy yeah I Maybe. mean that's retail employees for you right that's like a, yeah. I don't
1: know you just forged some friendships I mean you worked in retail I worked in retail yeah. it's like
0: most of your best times are just standing around talking to each other that's true that that's that's where you want to make it right when you first join a retail chain. You're just like, oh, you're doing everything you can. Then you kind of build your click, and then afterwards, you're just fucking shooting the shit every time you go into work. You know, you just find moments where you can kind of chill. Yeah, and new blood comes in, and you pretend that you're the boss, and you boss them around. You tell them to do the work,
1: and then you stand around <laughs> doing nothing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, when I look back at it now, I'm like, fuck. I'm I'm complaining about these idiots. I'm 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 that idiot there who didn't tuck in his his uniform, thinking I'm all cool and shit. I remember you know one time working at
1: Staples and a, a bunch of guys from your store came in. They had like the pop collars going on, like walking
0: around our aisles. So we started to like make fun of those guys We popped our collars too. <laughs> Speaking of which, your Staples came by and asked us asked to borrow our buggies because you guys didn't have any. I remember that. I remember those days. We we, <laughs> we ended up like borrowing it from Rona and from everywhere. Yeah. We we just said no. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Our buggies are yellow and also we're a grocery store which actually needs a buggy, so Yeah,
1: I mean no one's only time people use buggies is to steal products from us, so
0: Yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, man. It, it, I just I just turned you on to, to that Doug Ford Video, right? Yeah, I've been telling Sarah. Or Sarah was kind of telling me early on, uh prior to this week, prior to Mother's Day weekend, how Doug Ford's been doing a, a good job or a decent job. He hasn't been fucking up and all that. And then, guess what? It didn't take him too long to disappoint her. Yeah. Uh, first, you know, outing himself on breaking his social <laughs> distancing. <laughs> I can't. I can't say that I'm surprised.
1: There. Um, For those who don't know, he had Mother's Day dinner uh, with his two daughters that don't live in the house, same house as him. Um, Yeah, and he justified (laughs) it by saying that, like, you know, the husbands didn't come, and then if he were to invite his whole family, it would be like over thirty people. Yeah, that that somehow made it better.
0: Uh, Yeah. (laughs) At the same time, prior to that, like, I think Friday or whatever, the week before, telling everyone, you know, it's going to suck, you know, it's it's Mother's Day weekend, you know, you, you got to make sure you, you social distance, keep your mother safe, keep your grandma safe, and all that jazz, and here he is breaking it. What a fucking tool. Yeah, I can't say I'm surprised. It's always with these guys, uh, you know, do as I say, not as I do, right? Yeah, but it's just... When you when you think about your your we're looking towards the fact the fact I'm saying in this this sentence we're looking towards him for guidance and waiting for him to give us the go ahead to kind of at least gather in smaller groups in a setting and uh, it's it's stupid even this past weekend he was just saying oh yeah you you know you guys can meet up you know if you were to meet up meet up meet up outside have a barbecue but keep your two meters how can you even do that who's cooking the food.
1: Yeah. Right, your, your your germs are going to go on the food, and you have to serve people. Like you want to go to the bathroom, like you have to touch that doorknob and touch multiple doors.
0: It Doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make yeah. any sense. Well, that's why he went. He went and then made that cooking video. Make sure you you stay at home and cook that cook that cheesecake. Fuck! Like I never thought I would see something with worse production value than this
1: podcast. But <laughs> watching his cheesecake video. I was just cringe worthy. I think you were watching my reaction as I was watching like on a side screen there.
0: Yeah. Your head could not go further into the table. <laughs> <laughs> it was horrible. It, it, yeah. Well, what, what was your initial reaction? Like, why the fuck is he doing this cooking video? Dude, I, I had heard about it.
1: I didn't know how bad it would be like, Oh, you know, Doug Ford does uh, a cheesecake video. I'm like, someone clearly told him to do this. Um, He's just doing what he can. But then I actually watched it. And then I just saw
0: how how horrible it was. The cheesecake and and the video quality. The cheesecake looked pretty nasty, man. <laughs> I've never s I've never heard of anyone bake and say like, Oh yeah, just throw six blocks of che- who the fuck's making a cheesecake with six blocks of cream like cream cheese? That's fucking crazy. But yeah, here he is telling you you got microwave that cream cheese but i think he was using a plate to microwave that cream cheese i'm like this guy does not know how to cook yeah, yeah how the fuck is the cake how the fuck is the, bowl, the plate gonna hold like <laughs> cream hold cheese on. that's melting <laughs> yeah. i was just oh man this is, it, it didn't take too long before liberals jumped on it yeah he killed
1: them and say whatever you want about, about that. You know, they got to pick their spots for jumping on him. I think they should be jumping on other stuff instead of the cheesecake yeah. video. But while we're here, you know, why not jump on a man who's just... I don't know if it's worse than... Remember those celebrities getting together to sing Imagine? Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. oh, man, that was cringe, man. Nobody wants to see this. Like, nobody
0: wants to see Doug
1: Ford making a cheesecake.
0: Yeah, and talking about how he's eaten uh, quite a lot, you know. We can see. With, we can see that. Yeah, with that with that uh, t shirt that barely fits him. It says we're in this. We're all in this together. Definitely not in the same t shirt together. Definitely, it looks like multiple people are together in that t shirt right now. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, well, it was. Go ahead. Uh, speak, speaking of like, like, going back to that liberal comeback, that. I think the liberal uh, leader is Del Duca, uh, whatever his name is. He he killed him by saying, like, like anyone that cooked or baked knows you need to know about numbers you need to be able to measure the numbers <laughs> and that fool was just like i have a down pat man i don't need i have this recipe in my head here he is just pouring milk into three cups <laughs> without measuring that shit yeah sugar spilled all on the table yeah del duca got him i didn't see those comments but like that like double entendre with knowing the numbers yeah just killing him. and then i didn't realize like the numbers was like 1300 like that are dead in long-term facilities in in Ontario, that's close to like a quarter of the death of all in Canada. Yeah. This motherfucker is fucking this thing up. We could be doing this podcast live right now. Not yeah. live, but like in person, if he just fucking took care of that shit. Well, and yeah, I think, um, Obviously,
1: the province is doing what they can. They're going to probably want to do a post mortem after this is done to figure out, okay, what is the situation that we are in, and why were we why were we in that situation? What was the response? What was the aftermath? But you know, on a day to day basis. <laughs> Um, I actually follow, like, I look for the CP24 tweet about, like, the numbers, and then usually, like, right below that, there's, like, one or two, like, people who tweet every day who come on to, like, show, okay, here's the seven-day trend, here's the number of tests, the positive test rate, like, more numbers that make more sense, and there's publicly publicly available data. So I use that as a gauge, but I don't think I'm going to be able to gauge what this government's response has been like until, like... Well, after this is um, calmed down,
0: yeah. Well, it's not going to help the case that this this friggin' idiot's just out here breaking his own call for self isolation and all that shit, and it's confusing the hell out of everyone because then you have like the the top doctor in Ontario saying, "No, man, keep that self <laughs> self isolation, keep that social distancing going." But, but yeah, yeah, man, people are starting to kind
1: of crack, like the park in my neighborhood, someone tore down the yellow tape on the playground, they wrote hoax, let the children play on the sign like, yeah I'm sure it was just bored teenagers or someone who's very delusional, but, you know, people are starting to like, crack, again the other day I was in the grocery store and I heard two people yelling at each other like, one guy's like, yelling at the guy for getting too close, and the other guy started yelling at the other guy for coming up the aisle the wrong way, because
0: the arrow was pointing the other way and then no, but those arrows are so fucking. You know, once you get past the door, no one tells you like where you should, you should start, right? So it's it's like complete GG. It's it's a free for all in there, pretty much. Um, you know, some stores are better than others.
1: Obviously, um, I know that I'm giving people the stink eye. You know, when they're behind me in the line, like, hey, I see you at the corner of my eye. Don't you get any closer? Like yeah. some people need a few looks so they get the message. Um, otherwise, I'm not overly concerned. Like you know, some people like to block the shelf. Like they spend like 10 minutes looking at a product. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to get out of the way. If someone needs to pass me, okay, go ahead, pass me. I'm not going to be all anal about it. But some yeah. people are are taking it to like extremes and then getting mad when people call them out. It's it's just crazy.
0: This is like the the breakdown of society right here. Western civilization this is where it cracks man. We have too much fucking freedom, <laughs> yeah, I think we've all learned that you know everyone
1: is right, no you're never wrong, so you know like, it's i don't know just it, it it leaves me with no faith that people can actually work together,
0: <laughs> so yeah, let's just luck our way out of this, yeah, I'm just crossing my finger, you know keep my keep. Keep my immune system up to date, you know, make sure I get my probiotics, get my gut health good, you know, try and get my sleep, you know, like like how Adele's doing it nowadays. Nice, nice. Um, Adele. Adele is... Not eating Duck
1: Forge cheesecake, that's for sure. Definitely not. Times 100. Adele... Revealed herself in an Instagram post a couple weeks ago, and she looks quite different. Dude, do you like the new Adele? I don't know. I guess we're getting right into this discussion. You know what? The old Adele. I think I like the old Adele better, that's beyond beside the point. I mean, she looked good. Okay. I mean, yeah. congratulations for her. But you know, Adele is Adele. It's sort of weird to like look at Adele, and be like, that's
0: not Adele. Yeah, I can see it. Just it's like the Cartman thing. She has like um, the the big bone, because you know, typically people that are slightly bigger in size overall, they, they they do have a bigger bone structure, right? So even when you lose a lot of weight, you you have maybe a head that's a little bit. Disproportionate in a sense when you look at her, it looks like a bigger head. but I'm not shitting her Good for her for for you know sh- you know being more confident sh- you know sh- shedding all that weight if that makes her happy, especially since she's going through like a divorce and whatnot uh, but or done going through a divorce so she's got to be out there in that tinder game right so uh, making sure she's you know swipe right material.
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: you know, she didn't look
1: bad before, obviously, with this uh, change in her appearance. She was looking to get healthier, uh, getting more exercise. She was dieting. Um, So good for her on her accomplishment. But it brings up a good point. Like, should we even be talking about it? This is the whole debate, right? Like, yeah, she's revealed herself in a new photo. She's a celebrity. She's out there her photo is out there and now there's a debate around whether we can even talk about it. Oh, are you
0: saying like all these people that were, f- it's, it's like the opposite of fat shaming, right? I think a lot of like fat people, they always point towards certain celebrities that are, they can identify with EG. Well, obviously they can't identify with her voice. So the next thing that they can identify is here's a bigger person <laughs> that is super talented, has a fucking crazy voice um, and why, why does she go and lose all that weight? Why? And they're shitting on her, right? Uh, I don't get it. Like, why the fuck does it matter? Like, now you're kind of doing the opposite of body, not opposite of body shaming, you're body shaming, but you're, you're just shitting on someone that's taking care of their body. Yeah, or- it's, it's still body shaming, right? It's just
1: shaming a different type of body. Um, yeah. Like, people are sort of triggered about it. Like, I saw a tweet out there, and I copied it down. It said, a reminder to my fellow fats, uh, folks with eating disorders and those with uh, body dysmorphic disorder, if the conversation about Adele's weight loss is frustrating, upsetting, or outright triggering to your ED, BDD, I don't know what that is, uh, it's okay to step away from social media
0: today into your safe space. I added that last piece. uh i would say if i had twitter i would just tweet back and say just go fuck yourself first of all and you should just stay away from social media to begin with man if you're freaking so soft that someone else's like image is triggering you like dude why are you finding the confidence and, and comfort in someone else's body i i don't i don't understand that like I've always said it. I I don't know if I've ever said it out uh, on a podcast because, like, fuck all these extra large models, man. What the fuck are we doing? Yeah. (laughs) Why are we praising? Why are we praising people for being like, you know what? I'm happy that you're comfortable in your own skin, but let's not praise people for you know living that kind of lifestyle. Like, no one should be you know consuming at that rate. (laughs) Yeah, I mean. Obviously, some of it is
1: genetics or like post pregnancy or whatever. But, you know, if you're, you know, obese or overweight, and then people are calling you brave and courageous for putting your body out there, it tends to get to your head. And I think a lot of that has happened with, I guess, people around the internet, you know, being triggered or having someone that relates to them and all of a sudden that person is now different seen as a traitor on the other side you, you betrayed me you're, You were, I was like you and now you're like the enemy you're like the people that shamed me
0: maybe they should freaking look in, in the mirror and be like you know what if Adele has time recording, taking care of her kid, doing all that uh, being a good parent, going through divorce and stuff and still was able to get find some time to you know work on herself, clearly she. She's what? She's financially stable. You know, she's got like a great talent, uh, and she's taking care of that most likely. Um, what else, wh- what else can she do? Like might as well do something else, like, you know, challenge herself and dial the challenges. Maybe she never got herself into a gym and never got into that, you know, like mojo, you know, picking up that kind of momentum, working out. And then all of a sudden now that she went to a gym and she realized she likes it and she just managed the, the side effect is actually. You know maybe she didn't come out trying to, to lose weight but that's just that's a byproduct of actually moving and and working out and being active why the fuck are you getting shamed for it yeah i mean it's beyond um or was i gonna
1: say it's like there's no doubt in my mind that she went out with a purpose to do this in terms of like the diet and the exercise um but i think it's just it's it's crazy to me um you know, people are saying that weight doesn't determine beauty, but like health kind of determines beauty, right? Health determines your kind of your attractiveness. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I, I just can't believe the trainer had to come out with like a huge like statement saying like, why Adele did it? What Adele did to get there? Saying that the her quote unquote metamorphosis was not for album sales or for publicity or to be a role model. She never asked to be a role model in the first place. Yeah. So, you know, she's doing it for herself. She has a son. She's doing it for her son, and that's it. Like people shouldn't. I mean, uh, here, here's the thing that I kind of struggle with. When is it okay to talk about it? Like, just pretend it's not a celebrity. Pretend it's like you or me, right? Yeah. You know, if, if I put on weight... I mean, we're guys. It's a little, somewhat a little different. But mm-hmm. if I put on weight, you probably let me know, right? Yeah. Right. And if yeah, I lost, I'll tell you. If I lost a bunch of weight, you know, you probably... You know, that, that one's a little iffy, too. You're like, I don't know if that person's sick or not. But you might be able to tell. Yeah. Right. Like, I, I don't know... If it's someone I, I know a little bit less or not as well, or, you know, if it's uh, a member of the fair sex, I don't know how free I would be with talking about it.
0: Well, I think like if, if they lost weight, then it's easier to, to kind of say, yo, if, hey, you give them the recognition, right? It's, a, it's, it's not like they're doing it for your approval. I don't think that's the case, but, you know, if you throw them, you know, some like, hey, I noticed like you, you you, you're you're much healthier. You know you manage to do that. Like, what are you doing? Like, you change? Uh, well, come on. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. I see you struggling right now. It's not no, no. that well, easy. Uh, yeah. Well, like, uh, I have friends. That, I have a lot of like girl-dash friends, right? And I'll tell them like straight up, like, hey, hey, man, you. you you're looking good right uh, you know, the last couple of weeks, you know, you must be like hitting gym and they'll always be like, yeah, you know, I discovered something. you know, I've been going to the gym more frequently. I'm trying to to change and, you know, develop habits and shit. Like even for myself, that's what I'm trying to do. Like, you know, get, get into a routine and just get that momentum going, just continuously going. And like, you can probably relate like how you, prior to this COVID, you just signed up for, for good life. And all of a sudden now you, you got yourself a rhythm going, you're going like every couple of, you know, in the evening, every day or every couple of days. And all of a sudden now it's cut short. Like y'all had all that momentum built up and you're feeling good. Like, cause working out is hard, right? Your body is used to like, you know, convert into whatever your, your current state is. If you're not working out, it's going to be like, fuck, you don't need to lift all this shit. Why am I carrying all this, carrying all this muscle? Let's just, you know, Melt away and then give you the fat, and I think it's it's more like sometimes it's not. In, in my opinion, at, at this age, I just think like I'm not working out to to have like the six pack to look ripped and shit and pick up bitches or whatnot. <laughs> like I'm just doing, I'm just thinking like, hey, I want to be able to to move around with Zach or whatever the case. And there's this other pot that I was listening to, and they're talking about the the Centurion Olympian. It's not about being 100 years old and being an Olympic, uh, Olympic athlete. It's more about thinking, hey, in, when I'm 70 years old, what do I want to be able to do? I'm thinking like projecting myself in, when I'm 70, like maybe I'll have grandkids. What will I be able to do? I have to keep it, keep maintaining my body and maintaining the flexibility, maintaining the mobility, making sure it's there to carry on because it's harder to get, get it back versus keeping it, right?
1: Yeah, no, I I agree 100% with with all of that. And I think, you know, if she wants, if Adele wants to live um, a long life, see her son grow up, see her son, you know, go through whatever he's going to go through in his life and his career and all that, and, you know, and have a long career herself too, Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's a good move for her. Like, if those people were really her fans, they'd be happy for her at the end of the day. Like, she's making a positive change. Sorry, is it did, did they only like her because she was fat? I'm like, sure some people did like it's part of her weird. appeal, yeah. a part of her like her persona, right? Because you remember that that I forget what show it was, but that Susan Boyle uh lady like she's like an old grandmother but she can she has pipes man she could sing that was part of her appeal right and i think adele's uh figure was also a part of her appeal just like for example jonah hill right if jonah hill lost a bunch of weight i'm like this dude's
0: not funny no more who is this guy i don't trust this guy no more yeah Um, but but that's the same shit with like that susan doyle uh i think it was uk got talent or whatever that's where she got discovered right um you don't hear much about her and i think it's probably like she has the pipes but she didn't realize like what it entails like becoming a role model um no one asks to be a role model right like you're just good at what you're doing and you're just trying to make a living doing it right mastering your craft and along the way people expect so much shit from you it's true a lot of people you know
1: They just want to do their thing, master their craft, be the best. They didn't ask to be anyone's role model. Um, It just reminds me of like Michael Jordan. Like, he never asked to be anyone's role model at all, you know, but there he was, like, front and center.
0: Yeah. Like,. Yeah, between me and you, like, clearly we, we watched The Last Dance, right? That's, that's like a, a documentary. I know in qu- air quotes, just because the fact that there's a lot of discussion how you can't really say it's a documentary because it's, it's almost like a fluff piece because, um, Michael Jordan's the executive producer. He yeah. has final say on everything. Um, poor Isaiah, of kind of, poor Tony Kukoach. Oh my God. <laughs> but Tony Kukoc, like, uh, like, At the end of the day, I think they they got along afterwards. Yeah, they they got along. He was getting clowned in the first episode, but you know he came along. (laughs) Yeah, like yeah for for that one, it kind of sucks. Like when you when you look at it, and everyone always talks about Michael Jordan. I guess this this series allows him to kind of explain himself a little bit further and not be Mm -hmm. misquoted in the sense like, oh, why didn't you come out and support a black? Uh, candidate for governor in your home state and and all that shit right just because you're you're the best and most popular athlete at the time and just so happen you're also black you should help the black movement and i guess his explanation makes sense to me yeah republicans buy shoes too yeah but the main thing is like politics is not his thing like even now like he's out of the eye like versus compared to what lebron is like lebron makes a lot of political statements does a lot of charity work on the side like building schools and whatnot i can see him trying to be the next arnold schwarzenegger being the governor of Cleveland, ohio oh shit the governor of ohio and then he'll like you know leave for
1: south beach (laughs) governorship was great but i'm gonna take my talents to florida I'm going to govern something else out down <laughs> in Miami. <laughs> I don't even know. Like I don't know. It's kind of a segue um, because I'm sure you want to talk about the, the last dance. But to me, this whole celebrities being asked as experts to speak on things that is not really their thing like you can't avoid it like lebron james can't avoid it these days like every everyone has a voice now it's it's ridiculous so even to not have a voice seems super weird and people are going to write their own narrative about you if you don't project your voice so he may as well come out and say some statements because people are going to say he doesn't care or write like a huge a huge thing about him if he doesn't say anything
0: yeah i totally agree because it's different from what mj experience in a sense mj was probably the moment in time where he took sports and you know it just took off from him uh, he was like the number one athlete probably the most popular person around the world at that point of time and even then in the 80s sports was not a huge thing right they're, they're not pulling in all that money and that's probably one of the things i want to talk about like watching the last dance it makes makes you I wasn't alive at the time when Michael Jordan first broke the league in the '80s, and I never watched any games in the '80s. But when you look at it, the arenas, the atmosphere seems to be so different. It's a completely different beast compared to what we are able to experience these days, which feels like it's a it's a whole in like it's an industry, but it's a like whole economy in itself. You have media, you have um, the arena, the food. You know, the prices, ticket price, and all that shit, it turned into like a million dollar industry just, you know, from MJ. Pretty much like he transformed a sport where,
1: you know, there were stars in the game for sure, but I don't think any of them were bigger than the game. And he became the game, he became the main attraction. And, you know, it started off with the shoes. He got the big endorsement deal. Like, all of that kind of flowed from there. Now, you had industry and you had, um, you know, corporations getting involved in every single aspect of the game. Um, Logos flashing everywhere. Advertisements everywhere. Throw in the huge jumbotron. Now, you got, like, ads playing, like, throughout the game. Like, ads in your face. Like, it just became a beast knowing that okay oh well, these guys are marketable now we know these guys can sell let's let's sell the shit
0: out of these guys yeah i think it's the last 20 years or so that's where it's really changed in, in a sense the sports just ain't the same i remember when i was in grade eight and my my homeroom teacher uh you know said one specific night oh, i'm gonna go to to a leafs game i haven't been there for so long because i've stopped watching them the last 10 years I was just wondering, like, cause I was a huge hockey fan at that time and I was just like, wondering why, like, you know, you're a grown ass man. You probably can buy tickets and go and watch these games whenever you want to go. And he's just like, it's just not the same. Like, it, it's sports just turned into a commodity in a sense that I never got and understood it until I watched, you know, the last dance and like the early, early episodes. And when you see it, I'm like, holy shit, it's a completely different thing. Like, tickets were going $14. Like, Normal people like me and you can decide after work. Hey, you know what? Let's go and swing by and watch a game because there's, it's more, you know, affordable for us. But nowadays, it's like uh, seventy dollars just to sit up in the nosebleeds, and yeah, you got to consult the elders before you make
1: a ticket purchase. Like it's, I, I agree with you that I had a different image of sports back then like you know going downtown walking past maple leaf gardens and asking my dad like oh can we you know can we go see a game my dad like played that shit off (laughs) he never he never like said oh we can't afford it but like he knew like fuck there's no way like i could take a whole family like three
0: boys to this game fuck like it's not that it wasn't happening yeah man like even now i'm thinking about it like can i afford it like if i have another kid and then they get older to to bring them to a hockey game you know it, it just doesn't make any sense especially as an accountant looking at it i'm like fuck that i can just buy a damn nice ass tv and just watch it on on tv um but yeah it, it's different but even then, even now even if you were to go go to a game it's so different as well P- compared to like when you see in the 80s or early 90s you're when you're sitting in the arena it seems like you can see the faces uh in the stands when when they're doing the slow-mo on michael jordan doing the dunk yeah i'm like damn it's like you're right on top of the people again another thing where i listen to all these people talk about back in the day you know like you go to boston gardens or whatever or the Maple Leaf Gardens, you're right on top of of the athlete. And I never understood what that meant until I watched that documentary. And I'm like, shit, yeah. The way that everything was designed back then was just kind of give you like that space um, to be like you're, you're, you're part of it. But nowadays, it's like, let's cram as many people in there as possible. Um, who cares if they don't have the best view? We'll put in a, a 4K TV so they can take a look at the Jumbotron at the same time. Yeah, and it's
1: all about selling those executive seats, you know, putting in room for more advertisements on, on the bottom. Um, it's just, yeah, it, it is a different game. It's a different, altogether a different vibe. It almost makes me wish that I grew up during that era where, you know, sports seemed more it seemed more real, right? Like yeah. looking back at the Blue Jays World Series um runs, like see that Skydome, there's like hardly any ads on the walls or anything. It looked like it looked like a game was being played and didn't look like a commercial was airing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, shit. Like advertisement, I know the whole the whole debate about <laughs> You no, know, NBA finally put on like corporate advertisement on their jerseys, um, yeah. albeit a small patch. But still, it's so weird to see like State Farm on on the corner, or whatever. You know, Raptors has I think like Sun Life um, insurance there. It just doesn't. I think it's. It, that's the only thing I give like Gary Bettman any credit for. He says the jer- hockey jersey is sacred. We're not putting any advertisement on it at all. Because you go to Europe, you see like you. I don't even know what some of these teams' colors are because there's so many friggin' uh, advertisement like plastered across their pants, their skates, their jersey, <laughs> their helmet. It's like even a whole. If- it's like
1: a whole phone book that's like covering them in like ads. Yeah, the Euro are, are kind
0: of crazy for that kind of thing. Yeah, so uh you know, it watching it kinda makes me like you said, wishing that we got to watch sports back in the eighties, nineties. But even now, like now now that I've watched it when sports come back I'm I'm craving for it, but at the same time I'm also now, like fuck it's not the same man. Like looking at these athletes, there's so many like bitches out there. When I say bitches, I'm not like you know, I'm just saying like really soft ass people. Um For example, like hockey players nowadays, you know, it's just just not the same. Like back in the day when you you have actual people that are kind of like warriors, you know, Modern day gladiators. Well, now the rivalries are all manufactured, right?
1: Like, I don't think any of these guys really actually hate each other. This whole, like, Matthew Kachuk, Drew Dowdy, like, rivalry, or they're manufacturing this, like, Wednesday night rivalry night. Like, it doesn't feel even the same that it did in, like, the early 2000s. I remember some of those, like, you know, Detroit, Colorado, or whatever. Like, it's so different right now. Um, One of the things that I wish I grew up during that time is, i don 't know if you remember like those vintage photographs um, the way the cameras used to take the photos of like the players on ice it looks mm-hmm. so like I don't know, i'll show you a picture it, it looks so boss now it's like i don 't even want to look at that photo now
0: because it's so i don't know generic generic looking where do you even get like hockey carts these days like Tim horns um, yeah I mean the, the holograms
1: throw them to you through the uh, the drive through window.
0: Yeah, it's it, yeah, like it's just it's so different in terms of like everything. When you see the more quality, like higher quality, the higher definition, it just kind of almost like ruins it. The viewing experience is better because it's almost like you get better look, but then again, you, you see everything's too clear. It's just there's no drama to it. Again, we're watching a document, uh, like like a docu series, so obviously they got the nice filters in there and make everything more dr- dramatic than it really is. They do a hell of a job. I
1: think that's fairly well produced, and I you know like viewing that story from all the different players' perspectives. So yeah, it's it's actually good to see this kind of thing. It's a real
0: documentary, unlike yeah. Joe Exotic. <laughs> but granted, now we're gonna get a fucking document like a docu series for everything. Like Dwayne Wade, the Redemption Team gets a friggin' he's like, yeah, I recorded. I had a behind the scene camera follow us during the Olympics to do a you know a documentary down the road are you serious yeah man they're saying like that he got green light to go do uh produce it so he's a producer on that one and then he also had like there's some work that um kobe's last season he had a crew that was following him around to kind of um you know record his last season so i'm not surprised maybe he, he talked to Jordan back in the day and just like hey you know Jordan probably mentioned yeah I had a doc like a whole crew follow me around in my last season so you know Kobe being like the media savvy guy that he was probably had that set up it is too bad he won't get final cut though
1: or will he I don't know conspiracy theories are everywhere guys (laughs) conspiracy theories yeah speaking of conspiracy Uh, theories Kim Jong Un just up and vanished for the longest time. I know we're a little late on the story. He's he's since returned. But, you know, there was almost no news going on. And I thought that was kind of interesting where people were speculating. Like, I saw that uh, CNN alert that, like, he's in grave condition. Like, like he's going to make it. right? Yeah, he's brain dead. And I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, 2020 couldn't get any more crazier, right? Like, (laughs) finally yeah, score one for the good guys. Yeah, he came out. Um, yeah, there's all these memes going on about like the surgeon, like escaping North Korea, <laughs> like that guy from, um, was it? The office. office? Yeah. That, yeah. those memes about the surgeon, um, <laughs> during, during that whole disappearance, now people were kind of like pumping up his sister, uh, Kim Yo-jong as yeah. like, or oh, the next future leader of, of North Korea. <laughs> And, you know, the only people who were really excited about this were, like, the feminists and, like, the simps.
0: <laughs> I didn't realize that was a thing for, for the feminists, especially since, like, the feminists are taking the fucking beating these days with Joe Biden and, and Amber Heard fucking, you know, ruining and all that momentum they had going for them. Yeah. Um, I don't
1: know what motivates people. Some people are just kind of ridiculous with... This upholding any f- person that's a female on a pedestal, pretty much. They were kind of yeah. upholding her. I, I don't know how much of this is trolling, how much of this is real. But they're upholding her as some, like, feminist icon, even though she would be in charge of a ruthless dictatorship. <laughs> <laughs> but Yeah, that's just... I don't know if you remember, but, like, back when, when uh, Korea, South Korea had the Olympics, they did some, like, joint teams with North Korea. And there was yeah. articles, like, just beating up uh, Kim Yo-jong for her, like, um, her ambassadorship, her, her poise and her dignity. It's kind of weird. Like, yeah, that was weird yeah. at the time. And it's even weird to look back on it.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, you can tell, like, she, the way... They, not shitting on the way that she dressed. It just seems like she's clearly from a hermit state. Just when she showed up in in the, what, what was that Olympics like twenty twenty some I don't know what twenty sixteen, but she's dressed like it's the or like the nineties. But it, it just shows like how backwards that, that you know their society is. Probably they don't realize what's happening. It was 20, even, 2018. 2018? Oh yeah. fuck, even worse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but. Uh- Oh, yeah, I I agree with you. Like she, I saw
1: some pictures of her. She looks she mean mugging. She looks even scarier than her brother does. Yeah, you know she's just like mean mean mugging the camera everywhere.
0: Um, be, like the brother is, he's troll worthy because just the way that he is. He looks like a Pillsbury Doughboy and that friggin' horrible fade and that haircut.
1: He's completely out of shape. Chain smoker, binge drinker. The guy is what three, f- at least three fifty, f- if not four hundred pounds. Like I see him riding that horse in that picture, and fuck, that horse, man, uh, that's animal <laughs> cruelty. That horse must have had a permanent like spine damage. Probably has a hernia. Just just walking
0: <laughs> straight to the glue factory with that horse, man. Like it's kind of crazy. Straight up feeding families down in down in North Korea. It's true. Um, you know whatever families are surviving. I heard he was you know hiding himself from COVID. I don't I don't blame him. Um, yeah, he has a check, but like he checks every single boxes. Like the you know at risk, high risk candidate, overweight, probably diabetic as fuck, chain smoker, binge drinker. Yeah, yeah, you name it,
1: but you know this whole thing about you know holding up this icon i think the simps were like they they were creating these anime like waifu uh drawings of oh, like yeah. kim kim Yo-jong, like <laughs> like she's something to like desire or like you know be a stan or a fanboy over it's just i found it kind of weird again i don't know how much of it was trolling um we, I don't think we heard much about They asked Trump about it. Trump wasn't saying too much about it. But yeah. he seems to like Kim uh, Kim Jong-un a lot. But um, he's probably secretly hoping that Kim Jong-un would, would, would pass away so he could fly over to North Korea and grab Kim jo- Yo-jong by the pussy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh, you dropping that pussy word just like reminded me how Michael Jordan just casually dropped the pussy word in his documentary as well. Oh, did he? I, I must have missed that point. That part. He's just like, uh, you can't go pussy footing around. I'm like, oh shit, you're allowed <laughs> to stop still in hey. 2020? Yeah, final, <laughs> final cut, man.
1: Yeah. There's so <laughs> many meme worthy moments that came out of that. You know, I've actually, uh, for my work, I've taken the one where he's watching gary payton on the ipad mm-hmm. i i grabbed like a shot of that and i use that as my avatar at work <laughs> <laughs> it's more of a statement than anything
0: yeah oh man that's yeah dude i've seen a couple of them where where it's like lebron james calling saying that he's the greatest of all time who the fuck self-proclaims he's the greatest of all time and then you have michael jordan there with the ipad laughing yeah that that was the funny thing too <laughs> yeah. yeah, um
1: that man his wildness during that documentary he's just he's just saying how it is. He makes no apologies very rarely it's actually refreshing to see like he's an old school athlete. He doesn't like compromise. He doesn't apologize. He just, he's laying it out how it, how it is. So like, he doesn't forgive either. Like all these years with Isaiah
0: Thomas, he's like, man, that guy's still an asshole. Yeah. Well, it's probably true, right? just, they, they just don't, didn't like each other. But again, final cut where it's, he, he basically said it wasn't him that, that stopped him from going on that dream team. You know, he had beef with like magic and I think him and magic are good now, but they were beefing before. And, you know, Larry bird was beefing. I was like, listen to all these other po- like sports po- podcasts, like Bill Simmons. And they're saying back in the day, who's that guy? Who's that? Like Detroit Piston center, like Lambert. Or oh, whatever? Bill Lambert. Yeah. Yeah. So he would typically sneak his foot in when, when you went up for a jump shot and hoping that you'll land and fuck up your ankle or right? like tweak it. Um, he did that to Larry Bird. So, but Bird is a badass motherfucker, man. That dude looks weird, but back in the heyday, he he talked so much shit. Um, the, he, he basically went and st- stuck his foot under Lambert and then said, you know, get the fuck out of here. Because, like, if you're going to do it to me, I'm going to do it to you. And, like, he never... Lambert never put his foot under a uh, bird afterwards. Yeah. It's like this old school mentality. You got to stay, you know, stick up for yourself. And I totally agree with it. With whole MJ saying laughing withholding this. Cause I don't want the public to, to think differently of me, you know, cause I'm an asshole. I'm like, fuck, I love this asshole. Like this fucking society needs people to understand. You can't be ever, to get anywhere. You have to be ruthless sometimes and you have to be an asshole stand up for what's yours, right? Don't take no shit. I think yeah,
1: that's the, the moral of the story right there. I mean, protect what's your protect your own house. Yeah, I think a lot of the players these days kind of depend on the refs to like, you know, police everything for them or, you know, I know there's no no more fighting in hockey, for example, or, you know, in basketball, I think you know they've had a few incidents in the past that got out of hand, but these days it's so like Dude, someone comes near you
0: and you go fucking fly. Mm -hmm. Or you're not, you're not going up there to block, um, you know, block a dunk. They have the MJ rule.
1: Yeah. Um, you don't want to be on Instagram getting posterized. So people jump
0: out of the way of dunks. Yeah. It's, you don't realize like how big of a difference is like between how the game kind of evolves in itself uh until you watch the series right like even 80s to 90s completely huge difference right um but scottie Pippen looks like a complete loser in my opinion of all this
1: yeah i mean first of all I was surprised at how deep that guy's voice is man that guy's voice is hypnotizing um yeah but he yeah he looked like a chump for the contract stuff the contract um, getting again and- slapped by Oakley yeah <laughs> And um, the whole um playoff thing where he refused to like come off the bench
0: no there's the, the prior to that one where he fucking had some sickness or blindness where he couldn't see yeah, uh the migraine game <laughs> he couldn't, yeah he I couldn't remember play that. I'm like, whoa damn choke artist
1: <laughs> these are the things we didn't we didn't know right we didn't know about it yeah. until now um I'm, I'm sure he's cool with that story coming out now. I'm sure he got a cut out of it um yeah, it's it certainly sheds him in a different light. It sheds Rodman in a different light as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't think a lot of people know new like Rodman's story. Again, some people that were in in the whole sports industry, sports media, they come off and say like Rodman's just a boring guy. But like for normal people like me and you, we don't hear about him that much because he doesn't get as much coverage as he did back in the day. But dude, I wish I could fucking just go up to my boss and be like, hey. I need, I need a break. I'm going right to now. Vegas with Carmen Electra. I'll see you later. Yeah, and I, and I want you to be my alarm clock. Wake me up and drag me into practice with Carmen Electra in bed. It was a different time, man.
1: Like He was one of the stars of the game, one of the best defensive players in the game. He got free reign to do it. There wasn't, mm-hmm. there wasn't any suspension, like, oh, you're spending by the
0: team. They weren't doing that. Yeah, it's it's like a little kids' league nowadays. Everyone, you know, people that, yeah, the games, all sports are getting younger. Except for baseball, you have to be like twenty nine before you make it to the majors. Yeah, you got to work on that banging the trash can game before you can make it into the major leagues and win a World Series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, you know what? This whole Houston thing we never got to touch on it. The, the so so quick backstory is Houston Astros won a championship. I think two or three seasons ago uh, and they essentially cheated. And in baseball, if you know what pitch is coming, you'll be able to hit the ball. That's part of the game, right? You're, you, you have to be able to kind of identify what pitch is coming on your own, but they were cheating to a point where they're using technology to cheat. They were wearing straps on their body and someone in the back room, I think in the, in the clubhouse would watch a game on TV and on TV, you can see like the signals or the signs from the back catcher. So you know if it's coming in a fastball, if it's coming in a curveball or whatever off-speed pitch. Um, so you can lay off on it. So every single time you know it's a fastball, your chest strap will buzz. So then you know you're going to be swinging and you're going to be looking for that fastball. But what, are your, what is your opinion on this? I know it's a little bit older, but everyone's been making it such a huge deal. Everyone's
1: got to play within the rules, right? So either... Either everyone gets a chest strap, or no one gets one. Um, Mm. That's the way I see it. I think they should make a huge deal of it. I don't know how you go about punishing people years after the fact that this stuff happened. Like, what we found out, well, some of these players are on different teams. Some of the coaches are on different teams. Some players have been punished already. Um, It's just such a weird thing, like, having to cheat to win. To me, it doesn't make any sense, right? Like, do you even love the game, or do you just want to, like, get that money and get that ring by any means possible?
0: It's not Lord of the Rings. (laughs) But what's that saying? Like, if you don't cheat, you don't want it enough, right? So it's almost like, shit, fuck. Like, baseball is a very traditional sport in a sense where everything's kind of old school like you got play by like you know the unspoken rules and all that shit uh sign stealing's always been a thing it's just it's up to you to determine that you know find out that, that the other team is stealing your signs and you have to switch it up and you have to do other shit about it right um yeah and like for me i just think dude how does this whole thing get aw- like how did they end up getting away with this for like <laughs> three years I'm not even sure,
1: but, you know, now that you mention it, the old school way of, of finding out what the other team is doing, like, that's more acceptable versus, like, this whole technological thing. But even in other sports, you have now, you know, coaches are able to radio the quarterback and football. The quarterback has, like, this thing on his arm that has, like, all yeah. the plays on it. Um in hockey, they have the iPad on the bench. You can actually view like anything, or actually, I don't know what you can view on it, but I'm pretty certain you could view all these videos. you could view uh, what the other team was doing, like how they were setting up' it's, There's technology involved in all these sports. Um, there's some level of different dynamics than thing, how things used to be, but I think the Astros went so like extra. Mm-hmm. With it with the buzzers, they were you know they had a, a complex system of cheating. It doesn't wasn't a spur of the moment, oh we we figured it out kind of thing. They had they installed this this system and they used it on everyone, which is crazy. Yeah. And uh, they were banging a trash can man. Like <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah. It's it's baseball is such a weird game. And and, and their commissioner coming out kinda even the even the Red Sox apparently cheated on their most recent uh, World Series title as well. Yeah, so, I mean it doesn't surprise me. It's a
1: it's a New England sports team. Uh, cheating comes you know second nature to those teams. Bunch of cunts. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Too bad um, you lost Tom Brady. Dude, gone down to Tampa Bay. That's the lamest shit I've ever heard. Trademark. Yeah, it's trademark there. But uh, let's do one more thing on on Joe Biden. And, you know, by the time this comes out, he might not be alive. He might be pushed off of, like, the Democratic or the Democrats representative. And I was going to talk about Joe Biden, but I forgot. (laughs) I didn't realize how old Joe Biden was until I looked him up. And he's 77 years old. So, which you know i decided to go deeper and and see how who is the oldest president elected president in us history and i think it was donald trump he got elected when he was 70 years old damn joe biden is 77 years old the guy that would dude, he wouldn't he might not make,
1: make it. it to 80 yeah he wouldn't make it to the end of he might not even make it to the end of one term which is insane. I don't, know wh- okay, I don't know why they couldn't get anybody younger.
0: To me, this is kind of mind-boggling. I feel like this guy was like out of... Like, we're, we're talking of our ass, but at the same time, Joe Biden feels like it was so out of left field. Um, I didn't hear jack shit about him early on in this whole candidate um, race going on. And all of a sudden, when people start dropping out, like Joe Biden just appeared out of nowhere. Like, someone must have an arm up his ass and is playing puppets or some shit.
1: Yeah, I mean, for the longest time, he was not a candidate. He was just letting the other people talk, you know, Elizabeth Warren and um, Kamala Harris and those people. And then all those people ended up, they, they were in the race longer and ended up not getting the support. This guy swoops in, and he has all the support, even from, like, Bernie Sanders. He beat out, he beat out Bernie Sanders again. Yeah to me it doesn't make any sense like
0: this is the best you can do it's a bloodbath and and anybody that thinks that joe biden right now is leading in in the national poll over donald trump is crazy like they re- they really think they have a shot with this motherfucker Uh, it's nuts. Like, he doesn't even know where the hell he is. Someone's probably putting on his pants for him every single morning when he goes out. He's... uh, Man, he he looks creepy as fuck. Yeah, he's got to put on those pants. You know, Tara
1: Reid might be outside the door. He doesn't want to do anything again. Um, Allegedly. Allegedly do anything again. But even Obama doesn't really want anything to do with him. Like, he came out and endorsed him in that video, but
0: it was like he was at hell at gunpoint. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it. I think, man, just have Michelle Obama go in, man. That's, I don't know if she wants to do it, but with her recent release of her book last year, she probably has so many people out there just you know waiting for her to step in and say, like, I want to be running for president. Granted, like, she has no political experience. I don't know why she would ever do it, though. She's making more money on these
1: speech tours and these book tours and these documentary tours than
0: she would if she was president. Why would you want that life ever again? I mean, well, like her life is already turned upside down to begin with. She has what the security service with her at all times. It's all paid for anyways. It's not like she gets all of a sudden, you know, Obama's done with his pre- presidency. They get to go back to like a normalcy. Not like once you're a president, you're a president forever. Dude, they're making millions of
1: dollars on these tours, on these documentaries, these books. Why would you go to a shittier paying, more stressful job when you can just chill? Would you ever want
0: to go to like one of like Obama speaking tours? No. Same. I don't know why I want to sit there and listen to him talk about what. He's a good speaker. I get that. You know, he was. Yeah, maybe he should just read audiobooks for us to become the new Morgan Freeman yeah <laughs> become the new MasterCard
1: ad yeah I, I don't know I would never pay to watch one of those um, speeches because I don't know what is he going to say I mean he kind of was bought and paid for just like every other president before him um, you know he's a cool guy but you know if I want to watch a cool guy I'll watch The Rock I don't want to watch
0: Barack. <laughs> yeah yeah that's true like damn pay millions just to watch and speak about some bullshit ass shit that no one really cares about everyone just wants to go there take a picture with Obama and that's about it do a selfie tag it get you know 23 likes in their in their timeline that's pretty much what it's all about just
1: he's just a figurehead of you know better time he was a cool guy that was it like no one really looks at his decisions as president and said oh you know what a great job he did as president you know um, I don't know whether his expertise let us out uh, or let them out of the financial crisis or how much how much influence he had in killing bin Laden or whatever the hell else he did he's I mean, the guy right he's just the guy in charge but there's a whole government underneath him he wasn't a magician. He wasn't Jesus.
0: Well when you when you mention shit like oh he killed Osama bin Laden, I'm like, well Osama bin Laden wasn't running ISIS after. He was fucking living in butt fuck nowhere. He's not doing shit at a point. Fuck, he killed that nigga though, he's dead.
1: Rolled <laughs> up rolled up in the middle of the night and popped him off. Dropped him off in in some ocean. Yeah, and now, like, Trump had to go ahead and, like, kill El baghdadi and, like, they did this, this, this strike on a Soleimani, and yeah. we thought, like, this is how crazy this year has been. That shit happened in January. Yeah. Fuck, like, <laughs> we thought we're the world only was going to war. Yeah, we're only in May. And you know what we gotta do? We gotta make sure we're doing this podcast in person for episode 50. Oh
0: shit! That's coming um, right up. This is yeah. episode forty-five, I believe. Um, what is four? it forty-five or forty-four? Forty-five. Yeah. Forty-five, man. Well, hopefully, that's assuming we do one every two to three weeks. It'll be end of July. We got. We gotta be out of here by July. It has to happen. That's the only thing, man. If it's not, but we're still doing this episode in person. Two meters. (laughs) Social distancing. Better quality. Just just be be screaming at each other, man. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Screaming at each other in your kitchen. (laughs) Yeah. Waking up, Zach. I doubt it, but you know what? Let's hold out the hope. Always
0: dream. Dream big. All right. All right. right. Peace, everyone. Peace out, brother.